Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. This is the best of investing on 860 AM, The Answer. The show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Mark Hoff of Pacific Private Money. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. And that certificate's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Today's trivia theme is miscellaneous trivia. And today we do have a special guest, Joe Pereira, who has special, who um, is specialized in a mortgage program specifically for non-owner-occupied real estate. Uh, he's got 20 year, over 20 years experience in the mortgage lending, real estate sales, and new home construction, and he provides unparalleled resources to his clients. Joe, welcome to the Best of Investing. Thank you. Thanks for having me today. Sure. Hey, so, Joe, tell us a little about, about uh, your, how you, where you specialize in. There are so many mortgage brokers out there. Uh, many that we run into, we find more and more people are starting to specialize in, in certain niche areas. Well, and, I, and I think it's important for people to have a niche. You know, it's the old saying, right? Uh, Jack of all trades, master of none, none, right? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, basically, I really kind of have two main niches. And the one, I, you know, we, we're going to talk about today is working with your real estate investors, and working with real estate investors that are typically self-employed or retired or just folks that don't want to complicate things with too much documentation. Yeah. Uh, they usually have great credit. They usually have great uh, asset cash reserves. And they're just looking for something streamlined so they can purchase the property. And this program is really developed on based on the borrower's credit and the, and the leverage position and quality of the property. So it's almost underwritten like a private money transaction without the private money uh, uh, points and private money rates. Right. And you, so it's and kind of like an in between. You don't have to have the borrower uh, show ability to repay. You do not have to have a, a you do, so with the non-owner occupied program, you do not have to show the borrower ability to repay. What the lender does like to see though is six months um, cash reserves for principal and interest, uh, property taxes, insurance, and HOA dues if applicable for all properties owned by that borrower. Okay. So, and and that's really giving them that feeling that they do have the ability to repay. They see that, you know, someone can manage their money and save their money. Um, They have great credit, you know, maybe they already own a few properties. And so they have that feeling, okay, this borrower is putting 20% down. We're going to be in a good position here. It's a nice property, one to four units. Uh, we're comfortable now lending to that borrower. 
So Joe, are, are, is this considered uh, in the realm of uh, like a non-QM product, a non-qualified mortgage versus say, you know, a conventional or bank finance? It, it is. This, this, this definitely would be put into the non-QM category. Um, but, you know, again, with non-owner occupied loans, as you guys know, they're not quite under the same rules and guidelines like owner occupied loans, right? From Would these the also be similar to the ones like in our space in the alternative uh, finance realm, which non-QM is, is considered on uh, alternative finance? Uh, we hear the terms uh, DSCR loans, which stands for debt service coverage ratio loans or LTR loans, which is long-term rental. Both of them basically, Hey, I've got investment property that's rented out. And, uh, uh, what kind of financing opportunities do you have for me for clients like that? So this, yeah, so this is kind of taking like the DSCR loan a step further, right? So instead of having to have the appraiser, um, do a rent schedule on the property and, you know, basically just to kind of uh, define what that is. They, they want to make sure that whatever the rent is or the scheduled rent would be for that property, that it covers the principal interest taxes and insurance on that property. Right. Mm-hmm. Where this, they throw that DSCR portion out of the mix. So they're not, they're not concerned about the, um, the debt coverage being, you know, uh, covered by the rent. They're just concerned about the value of the property, uh, the credit of the borrower and making sure that borrower has the cash reserves. So that, that DSCR portion is, is eliminated with this program, which is helpful because, you know, we have a lot of investors that don't maybe want to put 30, 40% down to bring that debt service coverage ratio uh, yeah. to a provable figure. And so this way they can put 20% down and they look at it as like, look, I've got six rental properties. You know, I'm, I'm netting maybe $3,000 a month on property A over here, right? This one I'm just buying, but I don't want to, you know, put the extra $100,000 down on it. And I don't mind if I have to take a little bit of that rent profit from that other property and make up the difference on this one. So, you know, that's the thing, right? It keeps uh cash is king when you're a real estate investor, right? So it, this helps you kind of keep more cash to buy more properties if you choose to. What kind of rates are, you, are uh, your borrowers looking at right now? You know, when this program first came out, I, I thought these rates would be kind of high, but amazingly, they're really good. I mean, we are seeing rates start in the kind of higher threes. Wow. And really, I haven't closed one that's, above the force. So we're seeing like 3.75 to 4.75 in that range, kind of based on uh, the borrower's credit. And, you know, if they want to add interest only things, those features uh, that would kind of determine the rate also, you know, amount of down payment as well. And then what uh, coverage and now you're, you know, there's uh, the Roseville area and San Leandro, I believe. What is your territory? So we have offices, Golden Valley Mortgage, we've been in business since the 80s. We have an office in Pleasanton. We also have an office in Roseville. But I'm covering the entire state of California with this program. Okay. And, you know, with with technology these days, right, I mean, a lot of times we're not even really meeting face-to-face with our clients anymore. And I have, you know, some Bay Area clients that are buying properties in Fresno or San Diego. And then next thing you know, you're just kind of doing the doing it all over the place. All right, tell you what, we're going to catch a break. Uh, before we do, and we'll come back with you, uh, give out your information if people wanted to get a hold of you. 
So you, I can be reached at uh, 925-406-9036. And my email is joe at gvmloans.com. Very easy to remember. All right, we're going to cut to our first commercial break here. When we uh, come back, we're going to continue on with Joe. And Joe, uh, if you know the answer to this, don't answer it yet. Wait till we come back from break. All right, here's the first trivia question. Thomas Jefferson is depicted on what coin? All right, call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. Again, Thomas Jefferson is depicted on what coin? All right, stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The Best of Investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM. The Answer. Now, back to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hoff of Pacific Private Money. Our first trivia question, Thomas Jefferson is depicted on what coin? Anyone? Softball question. Yes. What's the answer? All right, Joe, have you, have you uh, I'll let you take this one. I'll let you take this uh, the one. The nickel. The nickel, yeah. Okay, now if I told well, you. I don't see many of those anymore. Or any not coin. too many, yeah. Now, if I said what paper money is he on, what would you say? Um, Thomas Jefferson. Uh, the 50? No, he's on the $2 bill. The two. I knew hardly it. see anymore. Darn it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I knew I should have asked that question instead. Ah, All right. $2 so, bill. In the, in the quote studio on Zoom, we have Joe Pereira, who is a mortgage broker, and he's got some interesting uh, uh, programs. Um, now, I, I also noticed you do construction loans. We do a little bit of construction loans. Um, that those are starting to really um, become more active again, yeah. you know, after, after the uh, real estate crisis, mortgage crisis, those were tough to come by, but they're really starting to come back now, uh, with, especially with the housing shortage, right? You're seeing people yeah. buy lots and build custom homes again, which we, you know, really didn't have a market for, for a long time. Right. Yeah. So Joe, um, just, you know, just to refresh what we were talking about in the first segment. So you are not a hard money lender, because my company, Pacific Private Money, we are a hard money lender, although we do have a, a non-QM division. They're, you know, they're dealing mostly uh, with uh, people trying to buy their next home. That's kind of our specialty as well, both on the hard money side. We do bridge loans and, and such. And, uh, but we do, we do sometimes uh, have access to uh, hard money uh, long-term rental and not owner occupied stuff, but not at the rates you're talking about. So, so you really, it sounds like you've got a product that is a, a great opportunity for someone who might've used a hard money or private money loan uh, from one of the main lenders uh, in California to maybe they bought a, a, a property to fix and hold or just bought it to invest in. Uh, but they used hard money to capture it quickly, maybe quick close or fast, you know, fast ca- access to cash uh, is a, are a lot of your clients, those who are looking to, you know, basically, okay, now I got the property. Let's maximize the cash flow with a, the lowest interest rate loan we can, we can find. We are seeing that. So it's kind of a twofold on that. So we are seeing people that want to, you know, pay off the hard money loan that they took out, you know, a lot of times too, right. I and mean, the hard money loan might be a 12 or 24 month term. Um, so, you know, this is a great opportunity to do that at a great rate, uh, in payment. Uh, there's also an interest only option. So you can take an interest only payment. And so that's, uh, that's one um, 
one item you're seeing coming out of the hard money. Another thing we're seeing too is that, you know, they they are actually even taking some cash out in addition to paying the hard money loan off, right? So properties are appreciating. It gives that investor an opportunity to either maybe do some work on the property uh, without digging into their own money. So they can take some cash out, drop that rate quite a bit, get a much better payment and then do some repairs that property or use that cash to maybe buy another property. So it just gives you a lot of flexibility as the investor uh, to do those things with this program. And really, you know, the greatest thing about this program is that it's just very light on the stress and documentation. Um, you know, we're not looking at tax returns. We're, we're not, you know, calling to get, you know, the, the job history. I mean, it's straight credit and property-based lending. So really common sense lending. This is really a, a it sounds like a recent development uh, and, and for, the benefit of, of real estate investors, because, you know, over the last several years, uh, it's really been, you know, hard money lenders. And there are some nationwide hard money lenders now that they, they specialize in a similar product, but you're hard pressed to find anything below 5%. And, and it's not uncommon to, to pay between five and 6%. And yet those guys tell me that, you know, those loan prog- programs are on fire because it's cheaper than the hard money uh, at eight or 9% or another States, 10, 11, 12%. Um, right. But you're talking about can really make a difference for someone, um, you know, who, who owns a, a schedule of real estate that uh, those rates in the threes to low fours, that, that's pretty amazing for a real estate investor. Yeah. yeah it, it's a great opportunity. And that, and that's why I'm just, you know, I'm really spending a lot of investing my time and spending a lot of time just kind of spreading the word on the program because, you know, I'm also a real estate investor. Right. And so, and there's a lot of times where like you were mentioning, you want to move quick on a property or you don't have time to deal with a 60 day underwrite on a property. Right. And as we all know, Um, The more properties you own, the more complicated the underwriting can be if you're trying to do like a standard Fannie Freddie type loan on an investment property. This just cuts all of that out and uh, really streamlines it and gives uh, the investor uh, just a much easier path to obtaining that property or to refinance the property they already have. And again, we've seen properties appreciate. We've seen that, you know, maybe there's some deferred maintenance that investors need to do their properties. Uh, You can take out some cash, do that deferred maintenance, and at the same time, uh, lower your payment. So, you know, it's really a great uh, tool for that as well. Would you say the majority of your business is refinance versus purchase? Right now I'm seeing about, out of, you know, I'd see about 75% refinance, you know, that's what we're seeing. And that, and those are the folks, you know, I, a lot of it's just me calling people I've been working with for years and letting them know about this program. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, that coupled with the property appreciation, it's kind of a, I don't know. I mean, it's the right term, almost like kind of a perfect storm for this program. And every right? time that there's a drop in interest rate, suddenly you get this uh, refi, uh, uh, you know, Big gambit going oh, on. Refi boom, yeah. What's yeah, the boom. closing time for a refinance? So we're looking at about 30 days on this program. Okay. Yeah, so it's about 30 actually, days. No, that's actually pretty good. That's reasonable, yeah. 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 It would probably be less if it weren't for the, the appraisal report, correct? Yeah. I mean, that that's kind of what's going on industry-wide right now. 
there's a shortage of appraisers. Um, so, you know, yeah. that can be kind of what holds things up. Do you but, think that they're going to change the rules on that because of that, uh, that shortage where they might, you know, go a desktop appraisal or, you know, loosen the guidelines on There's it? a lot of talk about that. So yeah. there's talk of like almost trying to eliminate the traditional appraisal report. Um, you know, we're seeing a lot of appraisal waivers on Fannie Freddie loans now. Um, yeah tons you know but um i don't think we're quite there yet and i and i think people are a little confused about which direction they want to go on that part of the problem is it's very hard to become an appraiser now yeah there's a a a lot more regulation and tests and stuff like that yeah that's kind of crazy all right you guys ready for our second trivia question here so far one for one okay i didn't study yeah so yeah yeah. well you didn't know what the questions were going to be okay in the game battleship how many hits does it take to sink an aircraft carrier? Remember that children's game, Battleship? Uh, uh, I used to play this all the time. Not a children's game. all the time. What's that, What's that, Mark? Not a children's game. Not a children's game. Yeah, that's right. Boom. You see blood everywhere. No? Okay. <laughs> call 888-912-1190. The first caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate, which is worth over $100, by the way. In the game Battleship, how many hits does it take to sink an aircraft carrier? All right. Stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. We're going to be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing one more time. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hoff of Pacific Private Money. Our second trivia question, uh, in the game Battleship, how many hits does it take to sink an aircraft carrier? I don't know that one. I, I think I know. Go ahead. Three. No, an aircraft carrier is the big one. Five. The battleship, I think, is four. And then there's like a patrol boat, the two, or something like that. They probably haven't played Battleship in 40 years. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) What a great game that was. That was was quite a a fun game, as I remember when I was a kid. So in the studio here on Zoom, uh, we have Joe Pereira, who is a um, specialist um, uh, in in basically these non-QM specialized uh, real estate uh, real real estate investor uh, loans. Uh, Mark, you wanted to ask... uh, or talk about the market in general? Yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, before we um, go on, what's the name of your company again, Joe, is? It's Golden Valley Mortgage Corporation. Our uh, main office is in Pleasanton with another office in Roseville, and we've been around since the 80s. So Golden Valley Mortgage, uh, if you're a real estate investor and you're holding uh, real estate long-term and you're looking to uh, lower your cost of capital for your financing, uh, Joe was, uh, and we've been talking in the last couple of segments about it, Pretty awesome, you know, non-QM, low-doc, uh, easy qualifier loan program that uh, you said was in the high threes to low fours is your typical? Yeah, high, high threes to, to the, you know, it depends. It can get up into the higher fours, but we're seeing pretty much under 5%, right, in most scenarios. And you mentioned something uh, off the air like uh, 740. Those with scores over 740 tend to get the, the juicier rates. Uh, but the you- over 740 score, um, those are going to be the ones that are going to get under 4%, especially if they're a little lower in the loan to value. 
But, um, you know, 740 score, 20% down, we're in the low force. What's the lowest FICO score that you'll accept? 680 score. So 680 is our floor score on this program. I have programs um, that are similar to what Mark was talking about if you're below 680, but really for this kind of gold standard program for this uh, scenario, 680 or higher is, is where you need to be, which you know, uh, most of my real estate investor clients are that that's not really the issue, right? I mean, most yeah. of them have a 680 or higher credit yeah. score. Yeah. It's easier to get a higher credit score these days. Most of us have recovered from uh, the little, you know, boo-boos from uh, the Great Recession, which has now been, you know, more than 10 years ago. Um, and, and then 100 points just got added to everyone's credit score all of a sudden, right? It's yeah, like, right. I know. It's like 800 is the new 700, right? Yeah, and, yeah. It, exactly. Yeah. 680 is the new 580, right? It's just, uh, I don't know how that happened, but that's where we are. I don't know. I had a credit score of 400 and someone said, what? I said, hey, they don't just give out 400 to anybody. <laughs> I had to work hard to get it that low. That took okay. some, that took some <laughs> determination. And I hope my banker's not listening, but go ahead. Although it, even in hard money, I'll, I'll tell you when we see someone with a 525, 530 credit score, and that's that's like about the lowest we ever see. That's, you got to, you got to try pretty hard to get your FICO score that you got to be, you got to, you know, not pay a lot of bills. To get <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, hey, let's talk a little bit about um, the real, what's happening in the real estate market. Uh, Joe, I'd appreciate to hear, you know, your, your feedback on this. There's uh, it seems like uh, there's so much in the real estate news today about, I buyers and now power buyers, people who are, you know, the I buyers, of course, are looking to increase their portfolio of loans uh, in these companies that have been sprouting up, uh, looking to buy as much uh, real estate as they can, and you know, taking taking uh, inventory away from you know the kind of retail property investor guys like you and I that are just trying to put together a nice portfolio of rental properties. And then you've got the power buyers who are basically saying to people who want to move, hey, we can, we can buy your next home for you so you can move right in and lease it back from us and then buy it from us uh, when you're able to finance. So there's, just, there's a lot going on in the institutional side of things that are focused on buying up real estate and competing with the average buyer. And, you know, what are you seeing and how are you seeing that play out in the marketplace with, uh, in your clientele? It's still a very competitive market, right? So, um, you know, we're, I I don't get too much into that. I I deal with more of like the just regular consumer, right? Just kind of the, the guy, you know, the individual person or the family, but we're still seeing just, it's just a very competitive market, right? And so I, I think a couple of keys I'm seeing where people are having success and people are failing is that, you, you know, you have to have a good agent or you have to have a good strategy to educate your agent with. Um, you know, you've got to have tight to no contingencies going into these purchases, you really have to have all of your homework done ahead of time. Um, the, you know, the day of doing a 30 day escrow with long contingency periods, you know, whether it's an owner occupied property or investment property, I mean, you're just going to lose every time on that. Right. So mm-hmm. you, know, you just, your strategy is really important. I'm seeing people get properties not, and I see them beat out the all cash person or the person with better terms, meaning terms, meaning like, you know, maybe the guy's putting, you know, 70% down. I mean, maybe they're only putting 20% down, 
but their strategy and the way they wrote their offer um, is what really attracted them to the seller. I mean, you just have, you have to get into, into today's seller's head. Is, and, it, and is really, it like a short, just a, you know, no contingency. I'm going to close in 12 days. Short escrow. Really the key though, too, is like short contingencies and waiving contingencies, yeah. right? Because sellers want, they, the seller wants you, you know, like to use a poker term, they want you pot committed, right? So they, they want, you know, they've got 10 offers coming in or whatever the case may be. They know they have the upper hand, but on the flip side, they know kind of once they get into contract with you, you've got like these little outs on them, right? And the last thing they want to do is go back on the market, start all over because then everybody's like, well, what's wrong with this house or what's wrong with this duplex, right? So I'm really seeing people, if they have a good strategy in place for when they make that offer, uh, they're, they're, they're successful even if they don't have the most money to put down or, or they're not the cash buyer. That's the key. Cause at the end, the seller's going to get their money. They don't care if it's coming from a loan or from cash. Sure. Um, I, I thought the market there, maybe there was just rumor out there that the market was kind of softening a little bit, not, not turning into a buyer's market, but just softening a little bit. You guys seen that at all? I saw a little slowdown the last few weeks. And I think a lot of that, it'll be interesting to see what happens this next quarter, right? I, I think some of that's school starting, you know, I, I mean, it's, it's really sometimes as simple as like our daily tasks. So, you know, people kind of check out when school starts for a few weeks, they kind of check out at Thanksgiving and they kind of check out during the Christmas New Year season. Gotcha. I think the next, you know, maybe 30 days will be telling on that. All right. Hey guys, going to cut to another commercial break. When we come back, Mark Humph is going to talk about what's going on with his funds and uh, we're going you know, to continue on with uh, Joe here. So here's our third trivia question. Three gold balls are a universal symbol for what type of business? 888-912-1190. Both of you look up to the sky like, that's, I got to think about that. 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. Again, three gold balls are a universal symbol for what type of business. Stay with us. Best of investing. I'll be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM. The answer. Now, back to the best of investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM. The answer. Welcome back to the best of investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hahn of Pacific Private Money. Um, third trivia question. Three gold balls. Actually, it's not last time for today because we have one more uh, uh, segment after this. Uh, three, three, three gold balls are a universal symbol for what type of business? It's universal. How come I'm yeah. popping into my head? I don't know. Actually, if you look at watch the History Channel, you'll see a pawn shop. A pawn three, shop. Gold, three gold balls, like a you know, like a little, like almost like a lamp type type looking. Okay, thing. all right. All right, you guys. You guys are okay. You still battled. One out of three. three. You want a three? That'll still get you in the Hall of Fame in baseball. That's right. Um, Okay, so Mark, let me move on to you. Uh, Anything going on specifically with the Pacific Private Money Funds? uh, Because you have four of them that uh, you want the audience to know. Well, for those of you who uh, are real estate experienced, real estate investors, uh, oftentimes you're taking advantage of markets like this and selling. 
Uh, but the problem then becomes, okay, well, what do I do with my sale proceeds afterwards? Do I invest in stock? Do I put it in the bank? You're probably out looking for other property, but you know it's a pretty expensive marketplace out there right now. Maybe you're taking money off the table in real estate and maybe looking to uh, sit on the sidelines and wait for that uh, next cycle to hit. Uh, and interestingly enough, we were talking at the end of the last segment about you know, is the market softening? And, you know, what I'm reading is at least the rate of appreciation, which spiked hugely this year. I mean, we're talking, and of course we're talking nationwide. Those of us in California, you know, we've seen 20% year over year appreciation. Ho-hum, right? I mean, it's happened how many, you know, an amazing number of times over the last 20 years. Um, But in other parts of the country, you know, Phoenix, 18% year over year, you know, and this this is for like months ending May, June, uh, July. It uh, it looks like some of those markets are starting to top out. So looking forward, you know, uh, uh, to what's going to happen for the remainder of the year, um, maybe the rate of price appreciation is going to slow down. I don't know anyone who's calling uh, a downward cycle yet, but certainly a, a uh, slowing down of it. Um, you know, but uh, to get back, you know, if you've taken some money off the table and you're and you're waiting for, let's say, maybe you believe in six months from now, prices may have cooled down a bit, and and maybe we might even be, uh, you know, looking in some markets at at prices adjusting downward. I'm not predicting that. I'm not calling for it, but but maybe you've got some insider belief that that's going to happen. So meanwhile, well, what do you do with the with those money? What do you do with the uh, several hundred thousand dollars? What do you do with several million dollars? Yeah sitting on the sidelines and well we have four funds at pacific private money and two of those funds uh do not penalize you for early withdrawal and what i mean by that is most mortgage pooled funds um are created under what's called a 506 reg d and that's that's the most common legal structure for a mortgage pool fund. In fact, it's a very common legal structure for raising capital for a lot of real estate pooled funds because there's real estate loan funds, which is what uh, we do at Pacific Private Money. And all four of our funds uh, basically invest in loans. Uh, but there's plenty of uh, you know so-called Reg D funds that invest in real estate uh, or that buy, fix, and flip real estate or invest in land or invest in commercial properties. There's all, all kinds of strategies that uh, entrepreneurs use uh, a a Reg D fund to raise capital for and then pay their investors handsomely. Uh, And for the most part, if you get into a a classic uh, traditional fund, the sponsor is going to tell you at a very minimum, you got to leave your money in for a year. Many of them have two, three, four, five year minimum holds. And if you pull your money out before then, Number one, they, they're under no obligation to return your capital in, in, in before, that ter- before that minimum term, which is, is usually at least one year. Uh, but number two, there may be a substantial penalty of several percentage points or higher. It could be 5%. I've even seen 10% uh, penalties for early withdrawal. Yeah, it can be, it can be uh, uh, pretty, pretty sharp there. Two of our funds... Uh, you know, they're, they're written the way they're supposed to be written, meaning, you know, you, you promise to keep your money in for a year, but uh, we're silent on the early withdrawal, meaning there is no penalty. So, um, you know, if you're looking for a place to park money and earn uh, 6% or higher, uh, we have options uh, for that. And what's interesting is that we find that 
people who traditionally do not invest in funds. These are, these are usually real estate experienced investors. Uh, we've attracted many people to our no penalty fund because now they, now they, they can park half a million or a million dollars in there and they know that they can have access to it if an opportunity to buy something else, whether it's another piece of real estate or whatever, buy a house for your kids, uh, they know that their money isn't locked up and they're not going to lose the majority of their earnings through some kind of clawback or, or early prepayment penalty. So, so that's, uh, that's worth investigating. And, and uh, um, the other two of our funds um, do, do both have a one-year hold uh, because those particular funds invest in longer-term loans. But the, uh, the two funds that we have that uh, do not have an early withdrawal penalty, they invest mostly in highly liquid and or short-term loans. So it's, uh, uh, it, it's worth checking out. Uh, for more information, go to pacificprivatemoney.com. We do have uh, a, sh- a, a page under investments that talk about uh, our family of funds. And then, of course, for more information, you could reach out to us uh, either by chat or by email, and we'd be happy to send you uh, more information. But the, the returns start at 6 uh, the Pacific Freedom Fund is 6%. Pacific Private Money Fund is paying a little bit more than 7%. We've got uh, uh, 7.5% paid by our Pacific Southwest Fund. And then last but not least, we have what we call our North Star Capital Fund, which is a construction lending fund. That one is paying uh, right around 10% right now. That's our highest paying fund because construction loans uh, are more expensive and uh, we're able to earn more uh, on those investments. So again, for more information, go to pacificprivatemoney.com. Very good. Uh, when we come back, we'll see what kind of deals of the week, because uh, a lot of people are going to, they're listening to the show and they're thinking, how can you afford to pay those kinds of rates? I mean, who's going to, who'd be willing to pay a high enough interest rate so that you could pay the investors six, seven, eight, plus percent. Um, so that's what we're going to do. And again, Joe, yeah, we didn't hear from you uh, this, uh, this on this segment, but uh, go ahead and give out your information for those real estate investors who uh, want to give you a call for uh, a loan. Thank you. Yes. My telephone number is 925-406-9036. Or you can email me at joe at gvmloans.com. The GVMs for Golden Valley Mortgage. Very good. All right. Uh, we've got about 40 seconds. Um, so just a couple of little things here. One, one thing I really appreciate about the uh, Pacific Private Money Funds, there's no fee to get in and there's no fee to get. It's no load. So, uh, again, as long as two of those funds, you hold it for a year, which, by the way, Mark, has, are, how often does anybody even ask for their money back within the first year? Well, you, that, that's the thing, and, I, and that was the point I was starting to make, and then I forgot to actually make it, is that, you know, those people who traditionally aren't fund investors uh, are finding themselves parking their money in our, uh, our no-penalty funds, and then they're not pulling it out. Yeah, uh, exactly. It's just, it's just the fact more, they tend to add more money rather than take it out, because yeah. like, once they realize, hey, this thing is for real. And last thing I want to mention is that all of the funds qualify for QBID, so there's some tax benefits for investing in those funds. All right. Stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. We're going to be right back with some closing comments. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. 
Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Last time for today, Edward Brown here along with Mark Honf of Pacific Private Money. So uh, a deal of the week, uh, we recently uh, heard from a, a client who owns a house free and clear, wants to borrow against that house to cash out his siblings on a house where the parents had passed on. And so situation, you know, he wants to hold on to the house. The other siblings don't want to. So they've come to an agreement on the price. And the reason that they're coming, uh, you know, rather than going to a quote normal bank is in order to get the siblings their money back in like two weeks. <laughs> they made the decision. Uh, they said, well, they, where can we get, you know, six, $700,000 in two weeks? So that's uh, why they come to a private lender. And the rate is, you know, probably, uh, I think we quoted eight and a half percent. Well, not only that, the, the, one of the main reasons that you can't go to a bank, uh, your local bank, uh, regional bank or national bank, to lend you money in a situation like that is they won't make a loan to a trust. They, you know, banks only lend to individuals they don't, or LLCs or corporations. They don't lend to trusts. And so they may not be able to, in most cases, take the property out of the trust. It's in the trust because the parents died or the last remaining parent died, now it's being held in a trust because that was set up prior to their deaths for the beneficiaries, which exactly. could be two or more uh, children. And so a um, very typical situation, and probate attorneys contact us, you know, with, uh, when they know to contact us, they, they'll reach out and go, hey, we've got, uh, you know, one wants to keep the property and the other doesn't. Or maybe they, want to, they need to borrow money to fix up the place and sell it. Yep. So there's a lot of reasons that that uh, that oftentimes they come to us for money. And then another one, uh, I got a phone call yesterday. Uh, this gentleman actually wants to make a lateral move. So he owns a property worth a million three, uh, and owns it free and clear, and just wants to sell it at some point and buy another property uh, for a million three. And he actually doesn't want to put any cash down because he wants to hold back reserves in case he needs to you know, fix up the place, et cetera. So we're actually going to lend them the entire million three purchase price because we're going to cross collateralize it against the other property will be at 50% loan to value. So it's conservative from our standpoint. The reason he's going this route is because he wants to make an aggressive offer with the uh, seller, as we discussed, a very short time fuse, so to speak, with no contingencies. So we'll, we'll see how that turns out. But again, that's a typical situation uh, because this gentleman will be able to refinance us out anytime he wants uh, at no, with no prepayment penalty. So what, it's a great, a, what a great program that is. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, again, because our sell is, is, is a great opportunity. And, and our best selling loan product right now is this, we call it our consumer bridge product. A lot of people hear the word bridge loan all the time, and 99% of the time it refers to non-owner occupied or investment property or commercial property. And the term bridge in that case is used to mean short term. But uh, we use the term consumer bridge because it's it's also a short term loan, but it allows you to bridge the equity from from your existing home into the home you want to move into. And so, you know, we can provide up to 100% of the target purchase price uh, if you have enough uh, equity in your existing home. And we make one loan secured by two properties. And, right. and we can close quickly. It's a great way for people to compete with uh, cash offers. And then they can turn around and call Joe. And uh, right. uh, if they uh, are in the non-QM, 
uh, realm and uh, and get a much less expensive loan for a longer term. All right, Mark, uh, give out your information one more time. So uh, Pacific Private Money, 415-883-2150. We're at PacificPrivateMoney.com. All right, guys, here's our thoughts for the day. What's the difference between Iron Man and Aluminum Man? Iron Man stops the bad guys. Aluminum Man just foils their plans. <laughs> and I invented a new word, plagiarism. <laughs> and lastly, <laughs> I figured it take a while to get that one. And lastly, my wife says I only have two faults. I don't listen and uh, something else. All right. Tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions and throw some pun- puns in there, too. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown, wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the best of investing on 860 AM. The answer. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast.